going on? Not much. It's Not much. Like, it's almost like we did a double episode. I know, right? It's almost <laughs> like you never left. It's almost like we're still here. We're still doing here. We're still here. We're smashing out a cheeky double because Chipping, someone's Chipping moving out. house next week. Yeah. Well, I wish I wasn't, but well, now you know what? Like, I actually this new house is going to be so much more baller than this oh, place. Oh, dude, yeah, it's going to be like killer. so much more baller, and it's going to be a lot, a lot better for you as well because it's going to be heaps closer. Oh, bro, the getting off, like coming out of the city. If we do it on a Tuesday night and just being able to fucking, or even just like if I come down, I can get Erica to drop me off on a Wednesday and then catch the fucking train home and shit or like even yeah. the fucking, the buses home. That's amazing. That's so much better. Oh, there was yeah, no, it was never going to be able to get public transport from here, here back to my house. Nah. So I want to have a few cheeky drinks because we're having like a big episode or whatever. Yeah. Or like my brother and fucking, because it's around the corner from where my brother lives as well. Yeah. So he'll yeah, be so keen to come. Oh, everyone will be coming down, man. Um, everyone will be coming down, man. So yeah. It'll I'm, be sweet. I'm very excited for it. So. So uh, we're doing the weird, the wacky, and the wonderful level three, or what? We've changed that. We've changed the order of those words and what those words are about seventy-two. Have we really? Like, I don't even know what the original. I don't, well, was. What was the original? I think then? wacky, weird, and wonderful. I thought it was wild, wacky, and wonderful. I think it was wild, wild west. <laughs> wild, wild. But Keep Will on Smith into the wild, the wild, wild west. west. Keep on rolling with the wild, oh, wild west. Do you know what's west. hilarious? You know that Family. Have you seen um, Family Guy? I don't know what the cutaway is, but it's like, um, oh, this is worse than. Will Smith's clean brand of rap and then it like goes to Will Smith in the recording studio and he's like, take off your shoes before you come in the house, somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. clean that floor. I said, woohoo. Say what, what? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fucking hell. Like, Help out your mom and dad by getting a job and then you can pay for school supplies. Woohoo. Say what, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking family guy. How good. How good. Um, Yeah, so wacky, weird, wild, weird, wonderful. Wonderful. I'll tell you what's pretty wonderful what I've been getting hell into lately. Fucking cryptocurrency, bro. You're a crypto kid now. Yeah, man. I mean, I've, I've actually, look, me and my mate Kane, we bought Bitcoin in, would have been 2012, 2013 when we first, when we first purchased it. Uh, and it would have been around $250 per Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Uh, and then Definitely that, wasn't for Silk That got used up, <laughs> right? Um, he, might, he might still have it in his wallet, but who knows? His, He's probably lost the laptop road. that had the wallet on it. But yeah. anyway... And then in 2017 or 2016, um, my mate Max, shout out to Max. We're going to get him on the uh, podcast soon and we'll talk about um, mushrooms and psilocybin and stuff because, man, that, that guy's like a fucking library when it comes to that kind of mm. stuff. So that'd be good. But um, he was he was getting into it. He was getting into trading um, Ethereum, Bitcoin and Litecoin, I think, because back then there wasn't quite as many as there are now. And I was like, yeah, sick, sick. So I went and signed up with... Uh, what, what, I can't remember what the exchange was now. Some some really early Australian exchange, but uh, you had to jump through hoops, man. It was it was a lot harder than what mm-hmm. what it's been now. So yeah, so I didn't get into it again, and then finally in late January, um, my brother like we we go to the gym together like two or three times a week, and he was talking about the whole the whole um, Wall Street bets, um, pump and uh, GameStop hold. Yeah, and then he goes, oh. People aren't people aren't um people aren't going to be holding games off for much longer. They're going to pump Doge, and I was like, "What the fuck's Doge?" And then he's like, "Oh, Dogecoin, bro. It's a, it's a crypto." And I was like, "Oh, sick. Yeah, I like crypto." And then he was like, "Yeah, I've been I've been in crypto for a, like a, for a little minute now. I'm not really like fucking with it too heavy, but I've just been kind of like you know memeing around with Doge and you know putting some money into um whatever it was he was in." And I was like, "Oh, sick. All right, I'm going to get into it." So um, I ended up signing up with SwiftX, the Australian exchange, 
And um, yeah, getting hell deep into it. It's one of those rabbit holes that I've just gone so far down. So dangerous for us, man, that kind of shit. As I said, you've already gotten me onto it. I've just bought my first like couple of little bits and got into Doge, of course, as well. <laughs> of course you got um, into Because Doge. I'm just a fucking meme fiend and I just love the whole like memetic fucking, which is a word I've just made up. Memetic, memetic. sounds pretty good. Memetic hecticity. network. The memetic yeah. hecticity of the whole and like obviously fucking Elon Musk fucking... Yeah, well, every time he tweeted about, there was even one time that Lockie was like, he messaged me at probably like nine thirty at night, and he was like, "Oi, buy Doge now!" Elon Elon Musk like just tweeted about it, and I was like, and I've always been a little bit like, I like Doge, but I've never actually bought it because I've, I've always been like, yeah, I don't know. You, you, and that's when it peaked its. And that's yeah, and that's when it pumped hell hard. Like literally, fi- he he was like, yeah, he um Elon um tweeted this five minutes ago. If you buy Doge now, you'll get like a 10, 15% gain minimum. Yeah. And I was so new to crypto at that point. I was like, I, I don't know how to time this shit. Yeah. And then literally like two two nights later, there was a pump and dump on Ripple, like XRP. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be smart. I'm going to front run it. I'm going to buy it now. And then like it's going to pump at 8.30 when like, you know, everyone's planning to buy in. And then so I like front run it. I like bought like 200, 250 bucks worth of Ripple. And then I was seeing it go up and I bought around 55 cents. And by the end of the day, it had pumped to 90 cents. So it was like a fucking 30, 40% gain. Um, yeah. And then it pumped up and I was like sitting there waiting for 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So I was like watching a live stream of it on the charts on like a minute thing. And then literally as I was sitting there waiting for it, I was like, oh, should I sell out now? Nah, nah, nah. I reckon we can get higher than this. And then as 8.30 hit, everybody dumped. So I was like left holding the bag and it dumped down from like 90 cents to like, yeah, back to like 40 or 50 or something like that. And I'd bought half at 55, half at 70. So I was like, fuck. Like, like, yeah, and I was like 7 or 8% down or something like on it. Yeah. Um, it turned out right in the end because I ended up holding Ripple. Like I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna diamond hands this shit until I get my my money back." And it, and just about three or four days ago now, it went up to seventy something cents. So I sold it a profit and then didn't matter anyway. Yeah. But it, now it's back down to forty five. So that's funny. Yeah. But yeah, right. so it's been a, it's been a really interesting journey for anyone that doesn't really know much about blockchain technology or, or cryptocurrency. It's kind of like magic internet money, really, isn't it? It's like the the thing with with fiat currency, I don't know if we've really gone into like the financial like in any of our conspiratorial. No, other than just never, talking fucking end the Fed. Yeah, the other Fed. than talking about how they're printing money out but of this thin is, air. This is where the crypto thing comes well, into it exactly because it's right. about having a decentralized currency system, and it's about having a deflationary currency, not an inflationary currency. Yeah. Because Bitcoin, there's only going to be ever going to be twenty one million of them minted. Yeah. So. And, we're, and they've, they've already been mined, like 18 million of them. So there's only like X amount of million left to be mined still. Yep. And then after that, that's it. Bitcoin's a finite resort, yep. a resource. So all the so like I've been over the last couple of weeks that I've been trading, I've been building up my Bitcoin stash. I've been building up my Ethereum stash. And then I've been um, also like playing around, like just day trading or swing trading with like a couple of other ones like yep. um, Cardano and Litecoin. Litecoin's a fairly OG one too. Yeah. Litecoin, Polkadot. There's a really small project that I've that, that I've been interested in. It's like a AI computing project, which is really cool. That they're, they're like number two hundred. They're on like the fucking fiftieth page of the of the coin yeah. list. But like I just stumbled across them and I was like, this is really cool. I'm gonna give them a hundred bucks, you know, and get get a few coins worth, and mm-hmm. I'll hold it in a couple of years. You never know. Yeah, I was looking at a gaming platform one today that was like, oh, yeah? um, I can't even remember what the details of it were, but yeah, it was only like a zero point zero eight or something that it's at at the moment. Um, but they were saying that, yeah, like it should hit like, you know, 
20 cents by the end of like September. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, that's yeah, it. Well, where, where, if you're listening to this now and you're um and ah and about whether to get into cryptocurrency because you've over the last couple of years or over the last few months you've been going, you've been hearing about it or someone's been talking to you about it, get into it now because we're in the, we're in the middle of a, a fucking mean as bull run right now. So every four years, Bitcoin goes through what's called the halvening. So essentially like the amount of Bitcoin that you get from your efforts mining is halved. So I think it went from 50 to 25 last May. So what always, ha- like, you know, period- period- historically what happens in is in this halving time, X amount of weeks later, it, it peaks. And then people that like invested early, they sell out and it crashes back down again, like pops the bubble almost. Yep. Yeah. So we're essentially like halfway through this bull run at the moment and going by... The, the dates, I think they said it was like 58 weeks, if, I, if I'm, if I'm quoting correctly. Everyone's saying yeah, everyone's saying August, September is when this, this bull run is supposed to end. Now, there's a lot of people that I've been hearing recently saying about this bull run is not going to be like a normal bull run for a few reasons. They reckon it's going to be a, a super cycle. And even when it does crash now, it probably won't crash to the extremes that it used to. Yeah. Um, one, because there's more and more, more big players coming into the field like Tesla, like Grayscale buying heaps of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Uh, there's a few other like uh, like companies floating around, hedge funds floating around there saying, hey, we're going to look into investing into this for our investors. And um, who's another big one? There was, rumors, there was rumors of Apple buying $5 billion yeah. worth of Bitcoin. Yeah. If the news comes out in the, next, in the next month or two that Apple has bought $5 billion worth of Bitcoin because they only announced like yesterday or the day before that on their Apple Pay, they're going to start supporting BitPay. So you're going to be able to pay with Bitcoin. Not like yeah. I'm ever going to fucking give away my Bitcoin. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not fucking paying with that. But you, you get my, you, if you want to, you can. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, so what's happening is it's like, it's starting to, well, Bitcoin itself is, is starting to become more widely adopted and more, how would you say, it? accepted, I guess? Yeah. Um, more normal. So people are starting to go, all right, it's not so volatile. I might just jump in. So, like, I think we're still pretty early to the party in general. Yeah, absolutely. So if you get in now, you're still pretty early. Like, as of today, what's Bitcoin sitting at at the moment? I think it was like 51,000. 50 so it's US. just – Yeah, 50 – yeah, so I always go by US because yeah. everybody goes by US. So 51,193 as of this recording. So, yeah, by the time you're listening to this, it could very well be up to 60. And it was only know. it was only about a year ago that it hit thirty for the first time. Well, yeah, a lot of people like up until like l- l- March last year when everything crashed because of coronavirus. Um, yeah, it was pushing like twenty thousand. Then it was like it it, it, it it hit its peak and then it like crashed back down again and then it was starting to rally again. And people were like, "Sick, I'm getting it early because I know the next bull run is going to come after the halvening in, in May 2020, and then 2021 is going to be the big bull run." So they were like front running it, essentially like buying low, selling high. Yeah. Uh, and then they got stabbed in the back by coronavirus. Everything crashed. It crashed. I think it crashed to like fucking like three grand or something yeah. like that for Bitcoin. Like it really took a hit. So now it's back at fucking fifty. Now it's back at fifty-one thousand dollars. So if you're thinking about getting in, it's not too late. Get in now. Yeah. Because it will become too late pretty and soon. And that's the thing. Like, yeah, just muck around with the low, what, like the little ones where, and just like don't, the best advice I got already, and I, like, I only started this week, but the best advice that I've already had that is going to be sticking with me that I want to tell everyone is like, just treat it like you would what you would spend on fucking that 
meal that you didn't need to buy because you had food at home. Yeah. Or that pokies that you normally Never spend fucking, more than you're willing to lose. You'd slap 20, 30 bucks in the pokies yeah. and not care about it. But the difference is, is that this has way hot, like buying that meal gives you nothing back. Paying the pokies has such a small percentage chance of giving you something back. This has a much higher chance of you actually making money. Yeah. And like learning and having fun and and like, you know, being like we've start I started this group chat this week with like everyone I know who's into it. Yeah. It's been popping off already. Yeah. Like cunts are just hell fucking keen to talk about this stuff. So yeah. like it, it's something that, you know, like this podcast, we talk about like just reasons to keep get people chatting to fucking each other. Yeah, that's, that's what it. this fucking world needs, man. Like, you Oh, know, yeah. We, not everyone has a social basketball team or a fucking place footy anymore. Or, and that's the good thing about cryptocurrency is it, is it something that everybody can get around. Like we went out for my birthday last last Friday, whenever it was. I can't remember when it was. We went out for my birthday. We did it with my family. And I was talking about it with my mum and dad. You know, like, and how often do you talk to your mum and dad about investment? Yeah, that's right. Never. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's just super interesting. Well, know, soon, like, as, soon as mine's not in the fucking red like it is right now, you'll be I'll be liking telling mum and dad. Yeah, I'll be exactly telling mum and dad. Right. I'll be yeah. like, yeah, fuck yeah. Give me some money. I'll invest it the for you. The problem with Doge is like you, you, you might stay in the red with Doge. You might, it might oh, never absolutely. climb up again. And but that's why like it's just – That's I, why it's a meme. If yeah. you're actually going to put money in, my bet would be either obviously Bitcoin. You want yeah. have Everyone wants to get some Bitcoin. Ethereum is another massive one. Like Ethereum has been around for a long time now. Fucking ages. So, like, even though it's technically classified as an altcoin, so everything that's not Bitcoin is classified as an altcoin. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Ethereum's another big one. Then you've got a couple of like, then you got a couple of other ones like Ripple, which is also big, but I don't really fuck with it. Yeah. Then you've got Polkadot, Polkadot Cardano, uh, and then yeah, there's, there's a couple of like, oh, basically, all, all, everything, anything in the top ten is worth investing in. Yeah. Really, Litecoin, you know, any any of these kind of top ten cryptos. They're going to be volatile because the crypto market is still hell young. Mm-hmm. It's like not a mature. You know how like they talk about stocks and it's like, yeah, your average like return on investment in stocks is like 10% a year. Like I've literally like, I've literally gained like 30% in like three weeks. Yeah. 40% in three weeks of what I put in. Like it's, it's pretty wild, man. If you, and like, and that's with me making rookie mistakes. Yeah. And I'm still making 30%. You know, and that's with me getting left held in the bag after a pump and dump. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's fucking it's a really interesting space. And what's going to be really interesting is what happens at the end of this year when this cycle, when this this bubble pops. Like, how many people are going to bitch out and sell all their Bitcoin? How low will all the other altcoins go? And ultimately, how much will Bitcoin drop? Because you know, it might like it might. Everyone's predicting a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand dollar Bitcoin. So as we're speaking, we're on fifty one thousand, which is still an all time high. They're predicting $150,000, $100,000 Bitcoin, which is double from now. So if you're investing now, you're going to get double your money. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially, yeah, like I, I, the way I think of it is, is due to all the inflation, all the money printing that we've been having for the last X amount of months since coronavirus, what are they, what are they printed? Like $1.5 trillion? Yeah. So we haven't even started to see the effects of the inflation yet. No. Like that money is still being distributed, you know? Yep. So – it's going to get to a point where like a loaf of bread's like fucking six bucks, seven bucks. And that's where we're going to have to be smart and try and find extra ways to fucking put money in our pockets because our wages aren't going to fucking go up nah. to match the inflation. My, I don't um, think my wage has gone up in like three years, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a fuck time. And that's the thing, you know, this kind of like trying to find these ways ties into the shit that we talk about all the time about like, you know, we need a better system. This is the idea of a better system, something that can actually like be profitable for people. And... So the whole thing about is that like a lot of these altcoins are supporting a project. 
Like, so it's backing a project yeah, in a lot of these things as well. Yeah, it's actually backing a bunch of people, uh, women and men, that are sitting there on their computers developing. I did a lot of research into Cardano. I, I love ADA. I love that. And like, I listened to a lot of or two or three podcasts with Charles Hoskinson, the the founder of, of ADA. Yep. He, uh, of Cardano, he actually co-founded Ethereum with a couple of other dudes. I think his name Vitalik Budigin and... Gavin Wood, I think I think there might be others, but they're the ones that I know anyway. And this project is actually like the Cardano is actually a genuinely good project. Every move they're making, people are going, why is Cardano so slow? Why is it growing so slow? You know, it's still sitting at like fourth or fifth biggest crypto in the world. Yeah. It's still a big project, but it actually hasn't been like, like there's not a workable version of it out yet. Yeah. So technically it's still like a, an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like only just implementing stages now. But you listen to the way he talks about it and, and you can tell he's not he's not a, a, a deep state member. You can tell he's not a financial crony. He's not an invisible enemy because yeah. he's he's saying, I want to do this stuff so that people in sub-Saharan Africa can transfer money to their Ugandan friends quickly and safely. Like at the moment, half like I think I think it's like half the people in in sub-Saharan Africa aren't banked. They don't have a way to send money, they don't have a way to receive money, it's all cash. Which leaves them open to get robbed, which leaves them open yeah, to wow. to inflation. Which le- so, so it's interesting that yeah, Cardano is going out there with the like a lot of African governments and trying to push their system out there and really like make it make a good change. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and the way people are viewing Bitcoin as well is that, like they're viewing it as gold essentially. Yeah, like digital gold. Yeah, you know, you invest in it now. It might you invested it now at fifty thousand. It might get to one hundred and fifty thousand by the end of this year, and it might crash down to forty, thirty thousand. Which for anybody that's in stock markets would be like that's a huge crash. That, that I mean that is a big crash. But the way I look at it is is like I've bought like in the scheme of things, I feel like I've bought in relatively low. Like I would say like most of when I bought was around forty thousand. I'd say. Think about it in ten years time from now. My my forty thousand dollar average so far, th- th- this is going to be worth a million, two million dollars for one bitcoin. Yeah, well, especially if you've got these massive like conglomerates like Apple and what dumping five billion like dollars into it. Well, that's a rumor, and it's a but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those are, I mean, well, Elon Musk has just done one point yeah, five billion. Yeah, so it is not outrageous to think that someone like Apple would go, yeah, I'm going to fucking one up that because no one wants to be. No one wants to be the last. No well, company at, wants to be the last one in there. Look it's at interesting Jeff, what do you reckon Jeff Bezos is going to do that he's fucking stepping down from Amazon? I reckon what Jeff Bezos is going to Guantanamo Bay. That's what I reckon do. he's doing. Well, yeah, that's a whole other story. But if he was going to do something next with his fucking riches he's that he's made from Bitcoin. Amazon, he's getting into something like crypto for he's sure. He's buying Bitcoin and he's buying Ethereum. Yeah. That's what they're all so, doing. So, yeah, I think that it is. It is the time. Uh, it is the time to jump in. But what have you got for us today with the articles, man? Let's, so, uh, let's get so stuck let, in. Let, let's get cracking into it because there's a couple of cool, really, really cool articles that I found. And um, Oh, just actually, actually, if you are, if you have been interested and you want to know some more, message the Facebook page and we'll give you all the little bits of early information. Or if you're already in it, hit us up. Yeah, yeah. Um, let, let us know what let coins know you're bullish you're, on. Let us yeah. know what you've been investing in. What you've been in. doing, whether you did it and then you bailed and now you're wondering, yeah, you should I get back in? Like any any sort of crypto stories. If, if you bought in 2009 fucking... and you bought a Bitcoin for fucking $3.50 and now you've lost your wallet and you can't remember the password and you, you're sitting on... Half of, like two two and a half million dollars, but you can't open your wallet. Yeah, let us know. Let us know so we can have a tier together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're just interested. I think it's I think it's something cool to look into. And uh, 
to the moon, baby. That's it. That's it. Doge to the moon. All right. So let, let, let's kick off with uh, with something like something cool, right? So on Science Science Daily, they said a game changer drug for treating obesity cuts body weight by twenty percent. So a new drug has just come out, and uh, they're saying that it it's cuts. called meth. It's called meth. Yeah. yeah. Stay on it for one year and you'll lose you'll lose twenty percent of your body weight, but you also lose your front teeth. So yeah, that's right. You know, one third of people who took a new drug for treating obesity lost more than one th- one fifth greater than or equal to twenty percent of their total body weight, according to major global study involving UCL researchers. The drug semiglutide works by hijacking the body's own appetite regulating system in the brain, leading to reduced hunger and calorie intake. The average participant in the trial lost fifteen point three kilograms. That shit always scares Wild, me, man. man. Because look, look, that that that's super interesting, and, and like I, I fuck with that. And anybody that actually is morbidly obese, get on it straight away. Yeah. Because all these people are saying, you, you know, like, I'm not sitting here fat shaming anyone by saying this, but I'm just saying all these people are sitting and saying big is beautiful, plus size models are beautiful. Yeah, you, you should be able to feel happy in your own body, but objectively, it's unhealthy. Yeah. So, mate, you know. Combine this drug with a lifestyle change and exercise, a diet change, exercise, you know, combine it with all these things and 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 bring you and be be happy in your body at a at a weight that's not killing you, is what yeah. I'm trying to say. The only thing that's scared, like so I know, I don't know, again, depends on how it works differently, but the thing that's scary about that is I know a lot of people that have had a horrible experience of duramine. Yeah, which oh, is yeah. a very common doctor prescribed thing for that appetite suppression type stuff. Yeah. And it's one of those things that like when it's time to come off of it, it fucks with you for the longest time. Like it's one of those things that it's not just easy to snap back from when you decide, oh, now I'm happy with where I'm at. All of a sudden you're having problems with sleep and problems with getting your appetite back. And that's the thing. The flip side of that is if that appetite suppressant then works so good and it kills it for an extended period of time, then you're down at your goal weight, but now you can't fucking eat anything. Now all of a sudden you're going the opposite way or whatever. Or then when you finally get hungry, you fucking binge eat because it's the first time you felt hungry in yeah. fucking days. So yeah. those well, things that, are always yeah. scary for that see, reason. That's the thing. Any new any new kind of medicine and stuff like that is going to have to be severely peer-reviewed. But that's the thing. With this drug here, they're saying that they, they – I think in the, if you go deeper into the article, they're saying they've been testing it for a hot minute now. Yeah. Like it's not something that they – like this is the first test and this is just what they're seeing. So like anything, it's going to have to be phased in and it's going to have to be looked at in the right way. But I think it's really cool, man, because some people just genuinely can't get the motivation to make a change in their life. Yeah. Like they just can't uh, stop And at that point in time, you've got to try alcohol. something. The side effects are possible of that thing – Compared to the fact that they're almost going to fucking have a heart attack or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's probably not a bad idea to give it a try. Well, that's it. Especially if now they're starting to get, you know, peer-reviewed, you know, what do you call it? Studies and like um, clinical studies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So it's very, it's a very interesting thing. I don't think personally I'd like, even if I got like hell fat, I don't think I'd ever do that. Yeah. I, like I've always, like I remember about probably about 10 years ago now. Because yeah, this is, the, this is the 10th year that I've been hitting the gym. So I've been going to the gym regularly for 10 years now. And yeah, it would have been like 2011. I like looked at myself and like I broke out with one of my exes and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, dude, I don't like what I see. I do not like what I see. And um, yeah, now I've been going to the gym for the last 10 years. Yeah, fuck it. I just yeah. became like addicted to it. Yeah. You know, like. You know, it's like such ingrained in your routine. That you if I don't go to the gym for two weeks, I feel like a fucking fried potato. I feel yeah. like a fucking 
like moving lump of fucking like my meat suit just feels bad. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <yeah. laughs> That's so cool. Have you been have you, have you been still going for walks and shit with Winnie and Yeah, yeah. Like it's just been um Erica fucked her ankle up hell bad. Yeah, like I remember she was saying, yeah. And that's normally the, you know, we just all, all go together. So that's kind of put us a bit of a stop back. And obviously it was a bit slack over Christmas. But, yeah, just trying to get back into it, man. Yeah, cool. Like I dropped like that. I think I dropped like 10 kilos. Yeah, when for I a while there. Started. Fucking really. Um, and then obviously just like, you know, Christmas and shit and you kind of get a bit. Plus I was working from home so much. Yeah. Like I like now that I'm back to doing part-time in the city because I'll just walk so much. So with my, like the amount of steps that I get in at a, at a work day in the city. Yeah. Just from like either walking to the train station in the morning, then from train station to work, then around to get lunch at lunchtime, then around the office, then back the exact same way the other direction. Whereas when I'm at home, I've got to like go out somewhere to get yeah, it. But I'm still working. So yeah. like, you know, um, it makes it harder. So then I've got to try and do other things when I'm at home. Like I'll just try and pump weights and, and do shit like that. You know what I'm you should home. do? You should get a kettlebell, man. Yeah, that's uh, Erica's been looking at them. So I'm going to get some more shit for the house. Yeah. So sick. I can try and smash it. You can just more, do so, so much with a kettlebell. Just get like two or three kettlebells. Get a five kilo, a 10 kilo and a 20 kilo like that one down there. Yeah. And like you can just work your way up because like for like over coronavirus when all the gyms were shut, oh, it killed me, man. Yeah, it actually killed me. And I'm so glad that Pat has got his kettlebell out here because for a while there, like all I all I was doing was just swinging the kettlebell, doing like bicep curls with it while I could, like doing you know like pull ups on it and shit mm-hmm. like that, and just doing whatever I could just to stay healthy. But it's just not the same. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 Now I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some more shit as well. And- um, try, and, try and get back into it a bit more now that shit's calmed down a little bit. Yeah, fuck yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah, bro. All right. Should we go on to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. Here's another one from the mirror. It's saying, this This one's actually pretty cool. It's like a, we won't, we, won't, we won't, I don't reckon we'll stay on this one for too long, but it's just cool. I wanted to put it in there. A toddler recorded the, their debut electronic album while she was still in her mum's womb. So, Vibrations, Luca... His last name's a hard one. U P U Y U P N Q U I, U Panqui, made while she was in her mum Elizabeth Hart womb, were transformed into sound using synthesizers, which have been used for a ten-track album. So she was in the womb, and they've like somehow used. What do they say here? They they've used the like a not a stethoscope, but like something on the on the on their belly, and <laughs> they've made it. And the kid kid's movement and sounds and shit. Has been like synthesized, like vocodized. How I'll mad turn is it that? Into an album. The couple carried out a five-hour-long joint meditation sessions where they recorded Luca's vibrations. How cool is that? That's eh? amazing, dude! I want to listen to that shit. Yeah, hey. Song of the week incoming. Song of the week. All right. Well, let's let's, let's shout it out. Has it got, has it got the band name here? It says there is a psychedelic. Elizabeth is a member of a psych rock band, Psychic Ills. Is that I? Looks like an I. Psychic Ills. So there you go. Check out Psychic Eels. Yeah, let's ten, I'll share one on the page. Yeah, 10-track oh, album because that, that, that's pretty cool if you ask me. Yeah, that's awesome. So another, another little one here. A Darwin, a Darwin woman in Australia, so anyone that doesn't know, Darwin's in the top, at the top of Australia, Northern Territory, uh, said she had no idea that her ticket for the January 9th... We were going to say tits then for some her reason. Tits. <laughs> she <laughs> her tits. No her tits had won tits. a jackpot of more than $1 million. She visited a store to buy a ticket for another drawing over a month later. So she's gone a month later to buy another ticket to a lottery. I thought she'd check her last one just thought she'd check the last one while she was there and realised that she had made a cool millie. Wow. Fuck. 
Just the, you, how fucking stoked would you be, man? Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't know what to do. Like, yeah, bro. I wouldn't know what to do. Go on a bender for start. Oh, that's yeah. That's the first fucking thing I'm hell. Is going on I'd a be like, I'm, I, I, you know I, I, you can't travel. Like normally I'd think holidays yeah, straight away, but since yeah, you can't yeah. travel, just bender. Yeah. Just well, yeah, because I'd, I'd, I'd be like, uh, if you did, you've just won a million, I'd be like, I'm going to spend 20 grand and just travel the world for the next six months. Yeah. And fucking like 20 grand on fucking flights. I'd just travel the world in my fucking couch, dude. That's what I'd be doing. Travel the world in your couch? I'd just be like (laughs) fucking letting mum, just letting mum know, take care of the little one and uh, tell my boss, I'll bribe you to give me uh, at least two weeks of annual leave right now. And just. I feel like if you've made a million dollars, if you're smart, which not everyone is, but if you're smart, you don't need a bit. You don't need. You, I think you could figure out a way to live for the rest of your life. Quit my job, yeah. yeah. Then bribe my boss because I'm not doing two weeks' notice. That's what yeah. I'm bribing. I'm like, look, you could probably. Yeah. I'm leaving immediately. Yeah, that's it. You could probably. You know what you could do with that million dollars? You could invest five hundred grand into Bitcoin. No, right fuck now. Man. <laughs> you're such a fucking BTC fiend right now. <laughs> well, invest half a million dollars, and then when it pops to ten, you've got a million back again. Yeah, that's amazing. So when it pops to one th- uh, hundred thousand, sorry. Yeah. So, you know, who knows? Who knows? But, yeah, man, I tell you what, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know what I'd do with that, with with a million right now. I'd buy myself yeah. a nice car. That's yeah, sure. nice car. Not like I want a nice house, nice house yeah. in a reasonable place and then I want a hell good beach house. Yeah. Six, and where, where would you get a beach probably, house? I don't know. Something like, um, I don't know, like your Port Broughton's, your, those kind of like, um, what's the other one? Port Victoria. Okay. Um, I like all those areas down there. Wallaroo House, oh, Port okay, Vincent. So that's what I'm thinking of. Port, Port Vincent. Vincent. I love yeah, Port okay. Vincent. Yeah, right. Um, maybe, uh, maybe Port Lincoln. I love right around. That's just a long way. It's a I, long Port way. Lincoln's probably my favorite place where I'd love to have one. Yeah. Okay. But it's just a fucking shit drive. Yeah. I'd Not probably. A fun drive I'd probably get Port somewhere Lincoln. in. I'd probably buy somewhere in like Queensland, like Ellie Beach or something like that. Yeah. Somewhere like different because like if you go into the holiday house, you can Airbnb during the year. What so it pays for itself. Yeah. But, like, I mean, when I want to go there, like, you know, two or three times a year, I'll just catch a plane to Brizzy and drive. See, but I'd see, the thing is, though, I should like the – I'd like to have one drivable because I love the drive, man. That kind yeah, of okay. shit, driving. Well, what about somewhere like Robe then? Yeah. Halfway between Melbourne and Adelaide? Yeah, I, don't, I just don't really – It's beautiful down there, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. Very expensive, though. It's not, yeah. like, not holiday house. Like, you can no. just buy one. Well, fucking... if you've got a milli, but – um. Yeah, but a ha- houses down there would be a milli, right? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't mind that area. I don't know. I think it's just like because of like places I've spent some of my childhood. Like I just have more of an affinity for that. Port kind Lincoln. Of like, yeah, I spent heaps of time Port. Really, Lincoln, I've yeah. never been to Port Lincoln before. Wow, either. dude. Yeah. What's 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 the deal with it? Well, it's like right down the bottom of the coast again. So it's like really like you pull into Port Lincoln and it's like yeah. Victor Harbour, but like way even more beautiful. Oh, really? Um, so yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah, it's because it's like it's literally like this little like right. I always on thought because it was just so far away from everything, and it was like super detached and dingy and. No, no, it's yeah, it's very yeah, okay. built up. It's quite big. Oh, um, like there's heaps. So it's of, got full everything you need. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. It's very like it's pretty much Victor Harbour. Yeah, like, okay. It's very Victor Harbour. Yeah, cool. I like maybe Victor slightly Harbor. smaller, like in terms, but it's yeah, it, it it gives me very big Victor Harbour vibes. Yeah, okay. Same thing, right at the bottom of the coast. Yeah, there's this little town that you know feels like it's surrounded by the coastline. Yeah, cool. Um, and yeah, it's just beautiful, absolutely beautiful down there. Kind of like it feels. I think it's like up high. You know, Victor Harbour. You kind of like feel like Down you're right low. there. Yeah. Whereas like up there, like it kind of feels like it's up on the cliff almost oh, okay. kind of thing. So when you go to where the beach is, you're kind of like looking over the. the no yeah. shit, that's cool. That's what I mean. I Either that or I'd buy a place in Bali. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which would be cool because then you could rent it out to like people coming, like you know, Airbnb yeah. to people coming over from wherever in in the world. Yeah. So you're thinking 
way far, and here's me just picking like just down the road and wallow. Just down the road and wallow, yeah. I don't know. I just love that. You've, I got, love you've got a million dollars to, you know, to. Yeah, to, I love SA, man. I actually just love SA. South I've, Australia is a really nice, place, really nice place. We are very blessed here. Like I fucking hate Melbourne. Like I actually don't. I, the, I've got the softest spot for Melbourne, man. I mean, I've spent a lot of time in Melbourne though. Yeah, no nah, family that live there and shit. Rural Melbourne, like where we go to Unify, I fuck with that. Yeah, you just don't like um, Melbourne CBD. Just don't like the city of Melbourne. Yeah, I think okay, the fair fi- I just think it's the most garbage-looking fucking city. Oh, there's some good and old shit there, though. They're, yeah, like, I mean, does. like, of course. But, yeah, just in, in a general, like, aesthetically... Like, I, I like the city of Adelaide. I like the shape of it. Yeah, I like yeah, the layout. I like it's what not, And it's not too big either. The parks in, you know, your four big park yeah. things. In, like, they've, they've in just the designed things, it so yeah. well. Yeah, they, like they a, definitely were forward-thinking when they designed Adelaide yeah. compa- compared to Melbourne. Melbourne's like you're looping around in yourself like 15 times. To Such go a like, zoo, man. Such a yeah. fucking zoo and it just feels messy. Whereas, like, Adelaide's like a grid, essentially. Yeah. Do you know, do you know the, the, the story behind why it's shaped like it is? No. It's easy to defend. Okay, interesting. So if you're yeah, looking right. at trying to defend and you think about, you know, that's where everything would have been at one point yeah, in time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's easy to defend a square. Yeah, so true. So if you're getting attacked, like, by ground troops, which, yeah. again, is the threat at that time, yeah. you can you can block off the what true. you're protecting in, in the city. No shit. So that's why it was designed the way it was designed. No shit. There you so go. So someone thought that someone was going to care going to come down fucking... here. We're so fucking far away from everybody, though. Yeah, I know. Like, we're closer to Antarctica than we are to anywhere else. Yeah. Like, legit. Yeah, it's weird. So I'm not I'm, I'm not worried about getting attacked, to be completely honest with you. No, I never have. Well, especially when I've never believed the fucking terrorist story for that they've tried yeah. to say was the biggest threat of the last two decades. That's it. All right, should we move on to the, move on to the next one? Yeah, do it. All right, which one should we go? Should we go? Here you go. This, this, this one's like a, this one's just like a bit of a Florida man one. It's it's pretty disgusting, man. But just like who thinks like this, right? A man hid cherry pies under women's car tires to see them bend over. On Tuesday, August seventh, a forty-three-year-old Kurt Michael Fulton was arrested after allegedly hid cherry pies, VHS tapes, and other various items underneath the parked cars of women drivers so he could see them bend over. And pick them up whilst he watched from the distance with binoculars. What? Like the money he would have spent on all those <laughs> random right. things. He could have just gone on Pornhub and been done with it. Like, yeah, some people go to some extremes they to like do, get some hey. real fucking. But that, that's how you know someone's fucked up, man. Yeah. When they're putting cherry pies under a fucking... And VHS tapes. Like he's just dusting off his fucking he's Three just... Ninjas DVD yeah, from home. He's just fucking and just dusting chucking off it his under. fucking original coffee of Forrest Gump and whacking it under the tire. Like. And like, is she just wearing jeans? Like, it's not that. Like, you can <laughs> an ass in jeans. Like, it's not. It's not worth spending money on it's cherry pies. Worth, for. It's not worth uh, going to county jail. And his bond was set at eighty thousand dollars. Wow! No one's gonna let you give him a cream pie because you've used a cherry pie <laughs> yeah, to get him so to bend st- over, dude. So stupid. That's eh? fucked, eh? Cancer actual oh, weirdos, dude. Actually, I don't know, I don't know if we've talked about this before. But there was a guy. Um, who like everyone knew as the guy who would buy fucking like someone's shoes from town, like buy girls' shoes from town. Oh, really? So like girls would have a system like with him where they they'd basically go to town, yeah, then sell that night's shoes to him for yeah. more money for the next week. No shit. So you just like constantly like who is this? this well, I don't want to. I'm not going to fucking name and shame him. Oh, so someone, you know this guy? Yeah. Like oh, a, so this yeah. isn't just a random guy. No, everyone knew this guy personally. No like shit. He, yeah. Um, and someone, someone, someone who listens to this podcast, I know for sure will message me and, and know this guy. Cause this was so widely known. Someone even really? brought him up on a Facebook thing the other day and I had a fucking good laugh about it. Um, no but yeah, shit. there's a, there so was he someone, bought the shoes. What do you do with them? 
Oh, I'm guessing sniffed and wanked, dude. No shit. Which, like, I, I, I can't think of anything. Like, foot, foot is just not my fetish, Well, man. but even, like, like, feet would be more, like, at least it's a part of the body. Yeah. Like, if there was something, like, to be, like, again, not thinking that it is at all, but being attracted to feet makes more sense than wanting to sniff shoes. That make, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to suck a toe, you know what? Fair enough. But yeah, don't like, sniff a shoe. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, like I've stiff tongue way too many girls to think that it's weird that, you know, you the, you fucking suck a toe. Like that's not that yeah, far out. Yeah, that's not that far out. But like sniffing shoes. Sniffing like worn some, shoes like from, is from weird. like HQ fucking sweaty. Like yeah. what is it about like – because that's the thing. If I was, I was going to put a toe in my mouth, I wouldn't want it to be fucking sweaty. You know nah, what I mean? Like get out no. of the shower, bitch, yeah, then, and I'll then fucking bring it over here, yeah, and exactly I'll deep right. throat your pinky butt. But um, but yeah, like yeah, like sweaty as worn. Sh- like where's the like and like you know that like what is that those the really like ruby shoes like the most like yeah. fucking disgusting like rubber piece of shit <laughs> yeah, two dollar yeah, yeah. of all time Fl- flats that you're wearing under your dress and he's just fucking huffing them like glue. Huffing him like glue, and just having he's a just grinding him up and unrailing him in fucking having a, with a fifty dollar note. It's nothing worse than when you're like you're watching porn and like you just think it's a normal one, and then all of a sudden he's just like smashing his dick between her feet, and you're like, why? You're like, why? How why is, is that? This? How is that? Like, now I've, I've never, I've never, never felt that was yeah, no, it's any not good a, personally, but it's not a, uh, it's not something I get myself into. Do you, do you have a specific fetish? Nah, not one that I could really nah, not the one talk you can about name. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing with the podcast, though. You can say anything here, man. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah, and then end up with police at my house. Really? Yeah. Is it that bad? No, fuck no. I was joking. Whoa, I was just saying. Like, <laughs> um, you know, I was talking about with someone the other... I can't remember what it was. Someone was something was hell noisy, and I was like... Your fetish is putting cherry pies under the yeah. room. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's noisier than a black guy coming in... in Porn? Have you ever like? Yeah, really, like, yeah, and dude, yeah. so over the top uh, noisy. Just uh, sat like actually like. Oh, yeah, like, dude, is yelling. he like gonna turn Super Saiyan or come? It's like shit. I don't want. I I actually in porn do not want to hear the dude at all. Nah, yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, sometimes they do like a close up in the, 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 of dude's, the dude's balls face. Slapping, yeah, like, whatever, dude's like, face and shit. You just yeah, like sitting like, oh, there like I'm not. I'm not pulling the myself. most. <laughs> And you're like, you're already trying to time shit as it is, man. Like you're, you're trying to like make sure you're, you're hitting that. But there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than nothing at a time wrong. that you're not fucking happy with. Oh, I hate it. I hate like it. sometimes, like you, like you'll be like, yeah, and then it will scene change, and it'll be the start of like almost like they're they're gonna go and do something else now. Yeah, so it'll be like a compact like. Yeah. Um, or oh. like as you're nutting, it'll scene change to the dude's face for like yeah. thirty seconds. Yeah, and you're like <laughs> nutting on the dude's <laughs> face. <laughs> Um, I always loved there was a comedian that was on that FHM DVD. Uh, and he's like, I actually oh. watched that Big Al stand-up. How good was it? Oh, it's fucking incredible. Yeah, Shout so out to good. Big Al, man. He he came on how many episodes ago now? Uh, three, like I think. Two three. or three episodes yeah. ago. If you haven't heard that one, go back a couple episodes and, yeah, suss it out because he's a, he's a funny dude. I, d- I asked funny. him to st- – I've stolen one of those jokes somewhat – one time or oh, a couple really? of times, yeah. The cause I, and I asked him first, but it's that because he the the opening line of that set is, "I know what you're thinking. Wow, Casey Donovan's let herself yeah, go," yeah, which yeah, was like yeah, so yeah. topical for the time. Yeah. And so I've done that before, and I asked him, and I was like, "I was like, oh, hi guys, I know what you're thinking. Wow, Seth Rogen's let himself go. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, it went yeah. pretty well. You should do that um, again next time. I haven't heard you do that one. Yeah, I, I did it a while. It was a fair while ago when I asked him, "Do you care if I?" Um, but you yeah, that was again. so. Is, that there, fucking, is there is there anyone else that looks like you these days? Any J-Man? Yeah, not that I can think of. Seth Rogen was the thing. Yes. Even that's kind of like, 
not there was a time where I was looking when I had like a, a shorter like, beard yeah. and just like had the stubble. Yeah. And I was looking heaps more Seth Rogen. And you had like curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, but yeah, that like oh uh woke up oh, I got drunk last night, woke up in front of Target with a half eaten whopper. No, I was drunk because I know I would have finished it. It's just fucking yeah, gold, Yeah, it was man. fucking excellent, I will admit. So good, so good. But, yeah, in that DVD, there's another guy and he's like, oh, I can never really watch too much porn. I can really only watch it in spurts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? It's like, that's fucking great, man. Fucking hell. That's such a good one-liner. How good, how good. All right, we'll hey, move I didn't on. ask you, what about you? You got, any, you got any weird fetishes? Don't think so, hey. I don't think I do. Let me try and think because I, I, I don't care. I'm happy to admit if I did. Oh, like it's not yeah. even a fetish, dude. But I'm just like, and obviously makes sense because look at my wife. But I've just always been about tattoos. Tattoos, like, yeah, emo, fucking emo bitches, oh, me man. too, man. Tattoos, coloured hair. Like I mean, some like, clean look at my skin, missus, man. Little... Her hair's like a fucking rainbow. Yeah, some clean like, skin, fucking white. Like some clean skin bomb bitch. Fuck off, man. You're not doing. Just not interested in it. See, I, I quite, I still quite. I don't care. If they oh, got look, I mean, dude, yeah. I'm fucking fat to two sticks that look like yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, legs on a girl. Like there's yeah. not. Um, but yeah, if I'm looking for that. I've always been, for many years, I've been there. Yeah, give me those. And it's like, when I first started looking, there wasn't much. No, nah, nah, like it's definitely days, gotten, yeah. These days, Tell like, me it's fucking... Yeah, big titty uh, goth chick. Yeah, <laughs> big titty goth girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, like... yeah, it's everywhere now. It is. And that, I, it the, is. The, the, I think I said it the other day at the, at the gig, but the fucking um, dad coming over to watch the, to watch the UFC and the fucking... I open up the browser on the Xbox yeah. and I put in the search bar, like go to just click on the search bar and yeah. it comes up with like recent searches yeah. and the top one was tattooed lesbians. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was like, that, and I'm yeah. like, well, that was me and my wife, uh, dad. So, so come you know, on. Come I, otherwise on. I would have used incognito. Yeah, exactly um, right. Yeah, I'm not that Don't stupid. need to use incognito when it's just me and the missus doing yeah, it because it. we're not hiding it from it. I'm not hiding it from anyone. That's exactly right. She's right there with me. I'm just so. trying to think if there's anything that like, uh, I don't think, I, don't, I really don't think there is, man. I'm just not. I'm just not a freaky kind of like crazy fetishy kind of no, dude. No like fisting. I don't like. Nah, Can't stand fisting. Nah, fisting can nah, fuck fisting, off, nah. Like, you know, feet, nah, 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 nothing like that. Pretty vanilla, I guess. Yeah, look at yeah. us. A couple of wormholes, fucking. Couple of couple of se- couple of sexual vanillas over here. Mm, vanilla ices. Vanilla ice. Vanilla squeeze. All right, should we move on to the next one? Yep. This is another pretty cool one, actually. Um, so. There's a device that that turns a human body into a battery. So the new study published in the journal Science Advances Researchers created a stretchy, flexible device. It can be worn like a ring or a bracelet and it generates electricity from contact with human skin. So in the future, we want to be able to power your wearable electronics without having to include a battery, said the study's senior author, Jing Zhang Zhao, from the Department of Mechanical Engineering at the University of Colorado Boulder. So speaking of the last topic, so you literally touch the dildo to your skin and it starts vibrating? What do you mean? What's what you're saying? Like it's it works on the contact of the skin. Yeah, yeah. Right? So your dildo has no batteries, but then as soon as you start oh, using wow. it, it starts yeah, vibrating. Yeah, true, because it says here, the thermoelectric generators pull power from your body heat. So the inside of vaginas are quite it's warm, fun. notoriously. Yeah. <laughs> really? I've never, never touched I don't know. one. I don't know. Never touched one. That means that when you get hot and sweaty while exercising, your fitness tracker will actually have more juice to run on. So there you go. How's that? What a the, genius the idea. Thermoelectric generators are in close contact with the human body and they can use the heat that would normally be dissipated into the environment. So a, di- a, a self-powered dildo would be perfect, dude. Yeah, no worried about that going out like again when you're in the middle of you the You just never worried about it. 
Yeah. Same with a flashlight. Have you seen those, um, the, they're like uh, long distance things where like he's got a flashlight and she's got a dildo. Yeah. And, and the they buzzes. talk to each other yeah. over Wi Fi. So like yeah. the motion that they're both doing is like communicated to How each other. How wild is that, man? That's fucking weird to think We're of. We're living in the future, bro. Because yeah. they have these, um, they have these sex dolls now where you can, you can essentially like, they're like life size sex dolls. Which and you can weird. like, which is hell weird. Um, but you can like customize them to look like anything you want. There was some chick that went on Joe Rogan. What's her name? She's a stand-up comedian. Nikki Glaser? Uh, was it her talking about? No. Nah. Nah. I can't. Whitney. Whitney Cummings. Whitney yeah, Cummings. that's what she was saying that um she was saying that people are making sex dolls in her image. How weird would that be? Imagine if someone made a a, a girl made a, a wormhole sex doll. So it's just like life size ones of you and me. Yeah. Oh, that was just like, me tell out. me some conspiracy. Tell me the truth. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> not, not, 11, not 11. Not 11. <laughs> it's a job. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, do crash into my twin towers, into well, bush. I don't know. Something along those lines. Um, Fucking Detonate hell. explosives in the basement of my. Clunge. She, she's just putting cherry pies under the bed with the fucking. Fuck, dude. How weird. How weird. Bro. You got anything else for us? So I reckon we'll finish it off. One more, one more. Which one? We, here's another cool one. This one's we've done more cool ones than 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 weird ones or Florida Manny kind of ones today. Yeah. Which is cool. It's a bit sciencey, which is we'll nice. Cool, 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 cool and cool. Cool, 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 cool. No yeah. doubt, no doubt. Um so this one is from Science Daily again. Science, scientists have discovered that mindful meditation can help subjects learn and improve the ability to mind-control brain-computer interfaces. Wow. A BCI is an apparatus that allows an individual to control a machine or computer directly from their brain. Non-invasive means of control like... Oh, look at this word here. Fuck me. Electroencephalogram. EEG yep. readings. Taken through the skull are safe and convenient compared to the more risky invasive method using a brain implant. So basically, they're developing these. They're saying that mindful meditation is helping people to be able to control computers through brain waves. That does not surprise. So me. that doesn't surprise me at all because when you meditate, obviously your brain waves slow down. Uh, you're in more control of your thoughts, garbage thoughts and random thoughts that you don't need to be processed aren't being processed. So I guess, I mean, like, I've never tried to control a computer with my brain, so I wouldn't know. But I'm guessing it wouldn't be easy. Mm. I've got something hectic for you to finish on. Um, Jess, who I gave a shout-out to before, yeah, sent me this CIA document. This is a perfect segue from what you are just talking oh, about. Oh, is that the thing about the, the brain, brain dimensions kind of thing? The gateway process. Have you heard of it before? Is it? it oh, keep talking. I think it's the one. I think um, Caitlin actually sent me this me, me to ages ago. Really? And yeah. then Julio sent it to me not too long ago. Shout out to Julio. So it's yeah. So it's um. This one's actually yeah. So the Department of the Army, U.S. Army Operational Group, U.S. Army Intelligence and Security Command. Um, and like the start of it is basically you tasked me to provide an assessment of the gateway experience in terms of its mechanics and ultimate practi uh, practicality. Um, as I set out to fulfill that uh, tasking, soon it became clear that in order to assess the validity and practicality, I needed to do enough supporting research and analysis to fully understand how and why the process works. And this document goes into basically 
their experiments around hypnosis, their experiments uh, around transcendental meditation. Yeah, yeah. CIA documents. Yeah, yeah, I see of, that. Of um, biofeedback. Uh, they go into quantum physics as well because it goes talks. I think it talks about scalar, like scalar waves and stuff like that, and about like how your mind essentially, essentially about like the holographic reality of this universe. Yeah, so it talks yeah. about like gateway and hemisync, so like syncing both of you, like using, and that's like sort of like the binaural beat type stuff. Yeah. Uh, frequency following response, uh, role of resonance, uh, brain stimulation, energy uh, entrainment, uh, consciousness and energy. Uh, like, and yeah, just it's a like a 29 page document that just goes heaps into that. And what uh, Jess was saying is that some of the practices that evolved from this stuff, the transcendental meditation, she's been actually going through like and listening to people talk you through the process yep. of doing it. Yep. And she's like, it's been the most hectic meditation. So she said oh, she's been doing meditation on and off for, for some time. Yep. And that she started doing this based on what she's read from this document and looked for people that do guided. Because yep. I've never done guided. And I think yeah, that's okay. something I'm going to fuck with. I'll, After- I'll send you what I've got. I've got some files, in my, like actual MP3 files in my phone of guided meditations. I'll send them to yeah, you. Yeah, I would love – I think I, I, think I need guided because I've tried again. We talked about it in one of our earlier episodes – and I don't know. I just haven't been able to hit it the same way I was when I had done it initially right, four or five right. years ago. It, t- it takes de- dedication and time. Yeah, and it so does. I think I want to try it differently. The method that I used initially is not necessarily working for me. Yeah. So I think I've got to flip the script and get someone to and, – and, and, you know, I've got really good headphones and stuff as well. So to, to get myself into that zone and try some of these ones that seem to have, you know, obviously. Yeah. Uh, There'd be some on YouTube like, This is the thing that's weird, man, is that like – there's so uh, these like declassified like CIA documents and shit about shit that's actually good, like shit that have now obviously they just ended up fucking not taking it further and whatever because they probably realised we know what we know about it now now it's just something where but it's interesting to see like what this stuff does get the light of day. I mean I guess they feel that enough people are never going to search for it that it's not yeah. going to matter. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you know what I mean when you look at they they've released these MK Ultra documents and like. So is is that a, like a white hat operation that they try and get these out to the public when they are a part of these like Whoa. programs or whatever? See, that's because the thing. I've man. always wondered why because obviously so much stuff is is classified, and that's why we have a problem with it. Is because the free like you know there should be a freedom of information for everything. Everything they've ever done, we should know about. And until we do, then we're not going to trust them. That's my whole one of yeah. the big basis of you know if you look at a very low level conspiracy and go. As long as they have classified documents, there's something. Do- it, there's the potential for it to be dodgy. Yeah. There's no amount of information that should be not safe for the public. So therefore, the fact that they get to decide what is and isn't means there's fuckery. So, um, but then I've always been confused by what they have decided can see the light of day. Like there's some JFK documents, some like World War II documents and stuff that are really incriminating. And I guess they've just never had mainstream attention, yeah. so I guess they don't care. But I've always wondered why, if they've got all this other stuff that's classified, is it like they just release little, almost like controlled opposition in a yeah. way where they give us little bits of information bits to worry about, yeah. which is like the very fucking tip of the iceberg of what's really going on. I well, guess that's probably the, the most yeah, concrete theory. I, th- I think it's interesting because the White Hat, I feel like the White Hats for the last 50 however long years they've been executing this plan have been putting a lot of crazy things out there for people like us to find or to be shown, like in this case. Um, but at the same time, they've done uh, – it's almost like they've done like a multifaceted approach to it because I listened to an X-22 report spotlight uh, last night with Bitcoin Ben and they were talking – Bitcoin Ben's a big um, crypto 
like insider, not insider, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, and they were talking about whether they think that cryptocurrency itself is a White House operation. Because that makes sense. It, it does make sense because it is the first financial system, the first store of value, the first asset that is completely traceable. Every single thing you do is written on the blockchain. Yeah. Every transaction, you can't hide it. You can't mm-hmm. fucking funnel it. You can't nothing. If you sell or you buy crypto, transfer, transfer deposit, it's it's written there. Mm-hmm. You can't hide it. So um, a lot of people, a lot of people were like, you know, have been throwing around. Well, maybe this rise of all this stuff, like crypto and like the release of these documents and stuff like that, has been a, a slow. It's it's like Q, but on a much grander level. Yeah, Q's a lot more ma- um, microed in. You know, this yeah. is like a macro release. Yeah, or that that is like multifaceted. So it's like you got the financial system, with, and then you've also got the the religious kind of yeah. like awakening and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know where these documents in particular would fit into the scheme of things because like you said, there's not much, well, there's been no mainstream media, but I think a lot of people wouldn't even understand, even if it did get attention. Like it, a lot of people are just dumb as fuck, man. I was also, everywhere I've been talking to lately as well, like starting to like, Come waking up to the idea as well, like about how fucking dumb and sleepy Australians are. Oh, like, yeah. It's so frustrating well, that well, all these other countries are literally marching their streets constantly about yeah. all this shit that's going on. Although Melbourne, fucking, do you know that Dan Andrews uh, office got shot up last night? Did it really? Yeah, they fired five shots into his window shit. at his actual. So, cunts are getting sick of it. Cunts are and, getting you know, sick of it. This is the thing, it takes this fuckery for people to wake up. Yeah. Um, Jess is, uh, again, I've shouted out about fucking six times just because I hang out with her for so long yesterday. Yeah. Her work actually did a big, she's in the in the uh, healthcare sector. Yeah, yeah. And they actually sent out a big survey about like what are their thoughts on the pending corona va- no vaccination. Shit. And they even said because, you know, these this is the kind of feedback we can take as a way to try and refute any sort of mandatory, mandatory push if we feel like most of our workforce is, is not going to be it's happy about it. About- and apparently through her just chatting with everyone, yeah. it was fairly unanimous. That no shit. Weren't. How interesting because I was at work today and they, they have Nova 919 playing on the radio in the office area where I get my shit ready in the morning. And there was this damning like, you know how like um, uh, 60 Minutes or a show like that current affair oh, will, yeah, will be like will be like, like anti-vaxxer on an anti-vaxxing fucking, thing. Yeah. They were like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Anti-vax, you know, and they were going on about fucking like how the the pants somehow the pandemic has like played right into the anti-vaxxers' hands and shit like that. And yeah, they were exactly, like, exactly, because they were trying they, to fucking release a vaccine. Yeah, no fucking research. Like that's clearly a fucking money grab. We're not. Once again, we say. I think we say this every time we bring up vaccines. We're not sitting here saying the concept of vaccines is bad. Mm-hmm. We're not sitting here saying every vaccine is fucking going to give you autism. We're just saying in this case with coronavirus. One, it's rushed, and two, you don't need it, man. It's yeah. got a ninety nine point nine percent recovery rate. It's like yeah. the fucking flu, dude. Like, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. It's it, it, it's so so dumb, and we have to keep bringing it up. But hey, last little thing before we go, um, a shout out to Todd because he sent me a message on the back of last week's episode, and that really got me thinking about something that I I guess I knew, but I never really thought about in this way before. So he was talking about how. Um, Coinciding this whole Australia, uh, you know, being little bitches, also being um, America's little bitch, I constantly bring it over. It's like, why do you care about American politics? I said, because it directly affects us, right? Yeah, yeah. And and one of the things he sent me on the back of us talking about that is like he had some friends that were in the army and he was saying detailing about how when we're, our troops are over there, they will basically send us into fucking 
be have fire and everything on us. Yeah. Uh, to be under fire, sorry. Uh, to basically stop the Yanks from having a fucking go. He's like, that is a commonplace thing. No shit. That troops from lesser areas are basically like, yep, you go in first, we'll cover you kind of thing. No shit. Because they just don't give a fuck. Um, and the other thing was that he thought it, that I thought was so interesting because I guess I, I knew it but I didn't think about it on the scale is like the reason why there is no research and no effort or no funding or no desire to try and rehabilitate ex-soldiers uh, or, 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 you know... Um, vets, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, vets of any kind is because they if they are deemed as crazy or suffering from these things and they haven't been able to fix them, then anything they say about how crazy shit is over there can basically yeah, be discredited be as insanity. Yeah. And part two is that if, if you leave them all fucked up, then they're not an asset against you. Yeah. Because you've gone over there, you've seen fucked up shit, you realise how bad it actually Done is, you realise what it is yeah. that they're doing, you come back, you get rehabilitated and then you're like us trying to wake people up. You know all of the fucking ins and outs of the yeah. military system. You know their weaknesses, their strengths you know how to arm and train other people they don't want to give credit to someone that has that insight basically yeah and yeah. so there's well they don't want to give credibility they don't want to give ability they don't want to give any of those things that are going to allow this person to become That's a weapon so sad man. and it made so much sense now like again i kind of i guess attribute it to more of like the failed healthcare system in general like mental health like like we know yeah but now that seems like there's way more malice into why i mean proctor has just had like two friends uh from uh, from the Air Force that have taken their life this week. No, and uh, no Not this week, this year. Yep. That's two people he was close personal yeah, friends no with. That, and there's been so many of them. Yeah. Um, oh, so yeah. to think that Suicide the reason why... And, and you know, there is so many fucking billions and trillions of dollars going into the military. Yeah. If that, and they get all full fucking medical cover and full whatever else, like in terms of... But in, there's no support structure there for... Like, you know, basically preventing. There's no preventative measures yeah. to stop them from coming back with these fucking problems. Yeah. And then once they're back here, they're just kind of like left, uh, you know, uh, once they're out of the military, they don't care. And it's almost like it makes sense that they don't want to care yeah, because they, they need this person to be a shadow of themselves. They kick them to the streets, bro. They honestly do, man. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, that, that kind of shit really ties in in well. And I like, again, my, that, the guy, the, my friend I mentioned is very not conspiratorial, but he messaged me something about the... The vaccine a little while ago was saying like, why the fuck are they jabbing fucking yeah. Biden on TV? Like, isn't that just weird? Well, how how interesting how interesting is this? As you know, my girlfriend, my lovely girlfriend Elizabeth, she's not a conspiratorial person mm -hmm. at all, right? I got an interesting message from her last night saying she was watching a documentary about Nexium. Yeah, the fucking sex cult that yeah. Alison Mack was involved in. Yeah, and I and, and I was like, Can interesting. You find out what it is because I want to watch that shit. She thinks it was on Netflix, but she she's like you know. I unload a lot of my crazy onto her. Do you know what I mean? What she calls crazy. Um, but I said, and then she's like, what's to do with this Nexium cult? And I was like, look, you're probably better off talking to J-Man, but like, it's, this is what, this is essentially what my view of it. And then I tried to tie it into the more broader view about how the elites, they do this on a grander scale. Mm -hmm. You know, and she's like, oh, well, I don't know about that, but this one's just really interesting. Like, and just the fact that like the cracks starting to show in people that don't, research this stuff or don't believe this stuff, the cracks are starting to show, man. Well, if you think like, of like, you know, you look at Epstein as this massive billionaire that's attached with billionaires. His missus, dad was a fucking billionaire, like yeah. media mogul. And then you've got the presidential fucking candidates or or actual presidents or or 
the misses of presidents and all these high profile people. Then you've got like Keith Rannier from the whole Nixium thing. Then there's Hollywood involvement and all these high profile people. Like that is a network. That is a fucking network yeah, of yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. That is not an isolated thing. Yeah. And looking at Jimmy Savile when Jimmy Savile was the big UK fucking, yeah, you know, and he yeah, was he was knighted yeah. and fucking. Yeah. So there's royalty involvement, Prince Andrew involvement with the thing. So you've got royalty. You've got the monarchy, Spider-Web, royalty, man. you've got Hollywood, you've yeah. got, you know, the, the political system all tied into this net and the one thing in common is the fucking sickness. That's it. And it's like, well, no, I shouldn't call it a sickness. It's their, well, it's yeah, their, they're their cult, in the head. Their religion. They're, yeah. They worship um, Buck and Mole or whatever they are. Like, yeah, and all the satanic stuff yeah, that ties yeah, yeah, in yeah. as well. Like that that Keith Rennie Mole dude was like branding his fucking girls. And it's like that's that, that should be enough to yeah. make you go, there's something bigger here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched two interesting documentaries this week. Um, the first one was the Britney Spears one. Okay. Yeah, and right. Fuck, Where'd you dude, find like that? it just uh, I doubt I, I obtained it completely legally over of the internet. Of course you did, yeah. Um, and they because it, it's not streaming anywhere here. Yeah, okay. Um, I didn't so even I know found, she had a documentary. I found that one and I oh man, it, it really broke my heart because just it's to look back and you know we all laughed about like some of you know when we're young and britney was having her breakdown i'm like well yeah. i'm 16 when she shaves her head yeah, yeah so we're yeah. young i know none of this shit and you kind of laugh about it yeah and to look at it back and look at what the media did to her oh, and yeah. look at what you her family's done to her and whatever her. and you're just like fuck dude like we are such pieces of shit yeah. as humans yeah and the other one i watched which i need to give to you um was you know how leaving neverland came out last year now as someone who has always been you know well since we've talked about all of this pizzagate shit all of this shit we've just talked about nixie and fucking epstein tied in with the clintons fucking jimmy savile like you know we're i'm very quick to be picking up on things that make me feel uneasy about people or whatever else yeah yet never even when i was young there was something that didn't feel right about Michael Jackson. I never thought he was a pedophile, dude. I now, never did. This, I, I feel like he got framed from the get-go, bro. Well, this documentary yeah. um, has basically come out in support of that theory. Yeah, And okay. it's damn good. It basically yeah, right. shows that the every single suit that was ever raised against him basically started as a civil suit and that was all they cared about was money. Right. Because, like, you know the difference between a civil and a criminal? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they all were, like, civil suits and where people were looking for money. Yeah. And that, the like, the this the first ever accuser, which I've already forgotten of his name, but the first ever accuser, it basically seemed like when he first got asked, he said no. Then he basically, like, you know, this woman who worked at the the, the law firm came out and said he came in with his dad, went into the room of the lawyer, Yeah, went in there over a week, like two weeks, Yeah, because he basically fought in custody to get custody of the kid for this amount of time. Okay, And then after he had this time with his son, which he'd already lost because of being a fucking lunatic, he came out and then denied it. But then through all of these other people that accused in civil cases, that kid never took the stand, never took the stand. No shit. And then this woman went to uni or college with this this first accuser, the first yeah. one that basically started the snowball and he's wearing Michael Jackson shirts and doing Michael Jackson dances and like, you know, looked like anything but even chimed into a couple of people discussing it and was like, Michael would never do that. Yeah, so right. this was her story and it was all built around like her well, looking into all of these accusations. Even and Macaulay just, Culkin on the Joe Rogan experience said that that he just went there and hung out, man. Yeah. He was just, he was just a kid. Uh, he was just a, an adult that never got to be a kid. Yeah, well, he and got then chemically he got, fucking castrated yeah. by his dad. So that yeah, he and then like, when he was fucking 30 or whatever, how, however old he was, he just wanted to be a kid. So he just fucking played and hung, hung out. And so looking at it from our kind of what we understand of this whole thing is that when people like Epstein and Jimmy, Jimmy Savile 
can be as absolutely fucking heinous as they were and never get never yeah. never get it until they're dead or it's whatever. It's that 180, bro. It's that complete um, 180 thing. And then someone who doesn't fit all the – like that's what this interview was saying. Like he doesn't fit any of the profiles of yeah. what we know these predators to be. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, like so when the media is like sweeping these fucking things under the rug, like Epstein and like Jimmy Savile and Nixium yeah. and whatever – um, and then, yeah, they've and gone on such well. a fucking relentless attack against Michael. Yeah. It looked like – so one of the things in this thing was actually they found a uh, a someone who'd infiltrated Nambler, which is like the – Oh, I know, yeah, 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 North American man-boy boy love, love association, whatever it is. Yeah, they do a South Africa And episode, they even did a thing about how they wanted to – paint Michael as a pedo no because shit. if if he was a pedo, then it became more accessible to right, everyone. Okay. And that fits into what we know, this yeah. whole trying to normalise fucking yep. pedophilia, yep. say that it's a it's a mental illness or whatever it is. It's not a fucking... Yeah, or it's, it's a, not a... They're saying it's a... Some people are oh, saying it's, it's a, a right. Or that, oh, yeah. There's a, like anyone, there's should a allowed, allowed, anyone should be allowed... Anyone should be able to love anyone. I was like, are you serious, dude? Yeah, well, they do like the LGBTP or whatever thing and like try yeah. and tie it into the whole... It's a fucking kid, dude. Yeah, oh, that's right. What the fuck, man? Um, so, yeah, I found like those two and I went and... I haven't watched them yet, but I went and re-downloaded some of the old school 9-11 documentaries. So I oh, look yeah. forward to the next couple of weeks me bringing some 9-11 heat again. Yeah, wait, when, when, I, when I move... Uh, come up like fucking sometime, and we'll just hang and watch and we'll watch some shit. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I won't even. I'll hold off on them because we haven't. I haven't watched them yet. I've got like all loose right, yeah, change. Yeah, and, nice. Just come up. And we'll just fucking watch that them. that I want to watch again, and and because I just love that. I fucking love the the whole nine eleven. I mean, because for me, it's like I, it's kind of got this like special place in my heart. Even though it's a fucked up event, but like for me, it was the thing that that brought me through to the other side. Yeah. So like it, I, I just enjoy going back and looking at it and just re-cementing in my mind why that was the thing that that woke me up because of how fucking bullshit it is. Yeah, man. Um. So yeah, well, let's do that and let's have another little cheeky nine eleven one yeah. down the track. Or, yeah. Or oh, no, we, we, we can definitely cunts love that shit. Oh yeah, fucking oath. So I reckon we'll wrap it up here for this episode. Yeah, man, it was a good one. That was a fucking cracker. Thanks for Bitcoin, listening. Bit of fucking articles. Yeah. Bit of fucking hecticity at the end there. Bit of weird, wacky, and wonderful. Yeah, really? it was. That was exactly what it was. Fuck, it was weird, wacky, and wonderful. If you're listening uh, on whatever platform you want to listen on, whether it be Spotify, Apple Music, or Google Podcasts, just click follow. Every Friday, we're bringing something out. Uh, wormholes.com. No, facebook.com forward slash wormholes is our Facebook page. Yes. And we've got a Shopify store. Oh, yeah. And we've got an Instagram, Wormholes Podcast. And if you feel like donating, if you want to like whack us five cents, then just go to the PayPal and whack in five cents. We'll take any donation because we appreciate any support, even if it's just you just want to chuck us a message. So that's the thing we love more than anything, man, is the fucking feedback. Yeah. That's that's the shit that just keeps this so, so fun and so sustainable is just the amount of interaction that we have and, and you know, I'll, I'll love it. Like I won't hear from someone for a bit and they're like, all right, finally caught up. Love this about this one, this <laughs> yeah, about that yeah, one. Like yeah. it's just so fucking awesome. Yeah, so keep that sick. shit coming. And just tell tell your friends, man. That's what we, we want. Yeah, we want more to than get anything. This. Um, you know, it's awesome that we're starting to get this, you know, like some following in these other parts of the world. But I, I really, you know, I want this to be something that is is special to us here in, in South Australia and Australia as well because this is my home. Yeah. This is where I, it's awesome and it's awesome that we're getting out into these places. But I, I you know, I want to be able to change the lives of people that are that are in the place that has, 
you know, grown me and developed me. So Definitely. I guess the next the next focus for me for this podcast is trying to get it into the ear holes of more people that are that are you know directly connected to me in this in of course this land. Yeah, um, you know because again I'm a patriot. Um, That's I, it, man. While we talk about this shit all the time, like we did just before about you know we hate that Australia is can be a little bit docile and we're the guinea pigs for all of this shit because you know this is my land. This is the the the, the place that I've I've grown up in and that I have so much love for and try yeah. to give love back into it. So um, you know my goal for us in this next little while is to is to keep growing this. That's why. Oh, it's awesome. I get that message. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. Uh, to the, that I got about you know someone who who was not into podcasts at all, had a massive drive. We came into the mind of something they should check out, and they did, and they fucking loved it. So that's the thing. I, you know, I feel like people are missing out. Yeah, this yeah, isn't yeah. just a boring fucking. Have a sauce. If even if you just genuinely think we're we're complete toy bags. Just give it a just give it a go. Yeah, just give it a just give us a just go. Give tell us your, a go. Tell your nan. Tell your mum. Tell you, um, man. We're except maybe not this episode because we talked about porn, but pick one of our other ones, and uh, yeah, we'll um, we'll get them listening to. Yeah, we'll catch you in the new place. Peace. Peace.